What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping It Kayfabe podcast. I am Mega Greg, and I have a Cosmic Brownies addiction. <laughs> and I'm Dustin <laughs> Dynamite, and I'm fucking fired up again tonight. So. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, scarfed down a Cosmic Brownie before, before the show here. So, A little food on your stomach. So the tonight's episode is titled The AEW Squash Match. Yeah. Or the CM Punk squash CM match. CM Punk rather. squash match. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, do you want to get into that first? Yeah, let's get into that because I I, I want to get that off my chest. So, so what do you think about this? It, where are they going with this? It doesn't matter because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard some people try to validate it and say like, well, this is their way of validating Mox's championship run. And then he's punk's just going to get it back in Chicago. Then if that's then why not just have punk, you know, relinquish the title when he went out for injury. You don't have him hold on to the belt just to come back and get fucking squashed for it. I think they want it. So the way that it's been, it's being played out and I, I kind of, I don't get it because I still think it's stupid, but, uh, it's basically them their way of saying, you know, thank you to Moxford carrying the fucking belt all summer long. Okay. I, validating I his championship run because otherwise it means nothing. Validating his championship run of all the fucking jobbers that he went up against defending it. Seriously, though. <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I it feels so validated to me now. Half of them were jobbers. You don't squash your biggest star in your company. They had more viewers tuning in because CM Punk was back than they've had in weeks. And then what do you do? You just fucking shit down all of their fucking throats by doing this. And and what makes it even worse is they built some big promo like it was going to be, you know, a fucking barn burner of a match. Yeah. And I think it would have been. I think it will be. I mean, if they still go at all out. I think it will be, but I just don't. I just don't see the point in squashing Punk. I can't make. So sense. here's the thing. Let, let's say they have the match of a lifetime at at All Out, right? Yeah. You've still already seen Mox completely fucking destroy Punk like he was a nobody. Nothing takes that away. That's there forever. But I mean, they did have the injury in there. I mean, they put the. I mean, they basically made it look like he was you know, fucked. I don't know, man. I, I don't agree with it. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. I think they should have just fought it all out and, and it been, you know, if they want to fucking validate Mox, then give the belt oh, to well, Mox. They, they wanted to go at each other so bad it couldn't wait, Dustin. And dude, the segment on Rampage tonight with Punk on it was so fucking stupid. It was Tell like five, a- five seconds of Punk on screen going... Oh yeah, I, I didn't really feel it when it happened, because I kind of like when I broke my foot the first times. So you know what that means, and that was it. He was like on a train. He was on a train. He said, he said table. "You know what that means." You know what that means, like it, like he's saying it's still broken. No, I don't know. Are you just ready for MJF to come back? Yeah, God, I hope he comes back at all out. <laughs> what if he doesn't? Are you prepared uh, for him not coming back? Then I don't know where all this is going, man, because all this uh then maybe all the shit that they've been that's been in the dirt sheets and stuff is true. And that that AEW locker rooms in fucking turmoil and 
all this stuff. But I, I don't know. I still think it's a work. I think it's all a work building to this X WWE versus the AEW original feud that's going to happen. I think well, that's what I'll, they've been building towards all summer long. I thought I had a reason to watch AEW again, and they just pr- proved me wrong this week. So we'll go over the other things that happen on Dynamite because we just need to. Um, so we started the show with Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia face-to-face in the ring talking about whether or not Daniel Garcia is a wrestler or a sports entertainer. <laughs> it's time to drop that. Sport. That that whole thing was a shot at WWE, and they're, they're not doing that anymore. So it's like, you know. Can we can we be done with that angle now? It's it's old now. Yeah, like Vince is gone, and so like it doesn't make sense. Well, it was Jericho's thing where he was saying I'm a sports entertainer, and he was calling it the AEW Galaxy and all this. It was just little shots at WWE. It's it's dumb now. It's it's old. It was dumb from the beginning, honestly. Yeah. It was it was like one of those things. It was like a joke that was funny the first time, but then you just keep doing it anyway, and no one's laughing. Like the wizard thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. I don't know. The I kind of like the wizard, like the wizard thing, honestly. But. Well, now he's back to being the Lionheart, Chris Jericho. So, yeah, because he's the new Cactus Jack, mankind, dude, love of professional <laughs> wrestling. He changes his. You think uh, every other week? You think Daniel Bryan, or Daniel Garcia is going to turn face? Would would I don't give a shit be an appropriate answer? Do you not like? Do you just not like the guy? I just don't. I'm not impressed by him, honestly. Right. He's a good wrestler. His entering work is not bad, but it's not anything that's that fucking impressive. You know, you know what? When he, when he can impress me going against somebody who's not a fucking superstar like Daniel Bryan, then I'll give the guy his credit. But guess what? When you're in there with a stud like Bryan, it's easy to look good. That's true. That's true. So until then, I'm not on this dude's nuts yet. <sighs> Coming soon. But yeah, um, uh, D- Daniel Bryan came out there. Brian, I keep calling him Daniel Bryan. Why do I keep doing that? Uh, Brian Danielson came out there, and you know, then they, him and Chris Jericho, basically fought over Daniel Garcia. <laughs> yep, and now they're gonna have a, a match at All Out. Brian Danielson to, to versus figure Chris out Jericho. who Daniel Garcia's daddy really is. Do you think they'll ever? Uh, do you think they'll ever? Uh, end this whole feud between the Blackpool Combat Club and Jericho Appreciation Society? <laughs> or are those sure. guys just going to fight each other the whole time? <laughs> like, I guess they're going to fight each other forever. Alright, what was next? Before it was the it was Jericho's group versus uh, what, the Young Bucks the Elite? And yeah. now we moved on to this, so... Uh, next up, we had a uh, let's see, uh, Jay Lethal versus Dax Harwood. That was actually a good match. I liked that match. It was a good match. Jay Lethal's really good. Dax is really good. Uh, I like. I think I like Dax better as a singles wrestler than I do as a tag team. But at the same time, I, FTR is really good as a tag team. So that's hard. I don't understand why. Oh, and we had the big reveal of Motor City Machine Guns are going to be at All Out. Oh, man. <laughs> are you not excited? I The funny thing is I like Motor City Machine Guns, but like... It doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't. It's like, hey, you know, here's these guys. 
Plus, why you know why don't why not just have Motor City Machine Guns go Here's against the LTR? problem with AEW? Okay, every single week they give us something that's like. Here you go. Here's something to mark out for. We're giving it to you on a fucking silver platter. Here you go. Every week. <laughs> every week it's with this. Here, mark out for this. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's a, There's like no purpose to the Motor City Machine Guns being at all out. Besides what you just said. Hey, here you go. Plus, like, uh, why isn't War, shouldn't Wardlow be defending the TNT belt? And FTR should probably be like in a tag match at all out. Isn't this their big pay-per-view? This is their big one, right? Their WrestleMania. Uh, I don't think so. I think their big one is the, um, the one they have around January, like the beginning of the year. Uh, what is it? Full. It's the casino one. Whatever the one, the fucking casino one is, uh, double or nothing, double or nothing. Yeah. That's, I think that's their big one. Oh, well they already had that. So, yeah, I guess Simon. I don't know. I don't even know what their big show is. Do they even have a big show? <laughs> They're supposed to have. I thought it was all out, but maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Who the fuck knows? D- Devin Arkham said Sanjay Dutt is an annoyance. <laughs> Sanjay Dutt has been an annoyance his entire career. <laughs> so, uh, no you want me to there. come to the ring and beat you up? Uh, yeah. I- Anyways, yeah, let's go. Next up, we had news that everyone else is torn up about, but I'm glad about it's that Thunder Rosa is hurt and has to step down. Has to I don't know. I think more people down. are happy about that than you than you think. <laughs> She's got a lot of people that don't like her, so she wishes Tony Storm luck. And you know what? Honestly, like, is it really deserved with her? I mean, I I don't really have a good reason to to not like her. Uh, well, I mean, she's, she has a pretty bad reputation as a wrestler to be like, uh, stiff in the ring, sandbagging, like kind of all out for herself kind of wrestler. And like, not as like a heel time, like not as her, a heel character. Like that's like actually the person she is just kind of a shitty person. Hmm. I don't even know if she's really hurt. I kind of think that's what it is about her. Maybe that's what I don't like about her. Maybe I just look at her and I just sense that she's a shitty person. I don't know. I don't know, but we do get a, a nice little fatal four-way match next week between uh, the very hot Britt Baker. The beautiful uh, Britt Baker. And then uh, some other chicks that I can't remember. I think Jamie Hayter's in that match, too. Marcus says Thunder Rosa is exactly why we call them dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next up we have Colton Gunn versus Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn coming out with the acclaimed. Which they should have done this. I really think they should have done this match on Rampage because uh, the acclaimed and the gun club has been like the only real reason to watch Rampage. And they put this on Dynamite. And um, yeah, you could definitely Rampage. It definitely kind of hurt Rampage this week. Not having that there. Well, Colton uh, ends up getting uh, getting the win with the Colt 45 finisher, which I thought is a lame looking finisher personally, but (laughs) That's just me. Did you know that cool, Colton Gunn cool was the rapper too? He has a rap, uh, like he raps as well. Not not as good as uh, Platinum Max Caster. No, definitely not. He spit a he spit a nice little rap in in Billy Gunn's entrance. Yes, he did. Uh, next up, we had the incredibly hot Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. 
versus Killin King. Killin King? I, I think it's Kylan King. Kylan King, whatever. She's yeah. somebody who... who she's a local. Who, yeah. She's a she's a, a Cleveland chick. So I guess Cleveland pop for her, but... I've seen her on TikTok. She's an indie wrestler. I've seen her on TikTok and stuff. She, she had good? a good match. It wasn't a squash match, so, I mean, it was at least entertaining. Not Yeah, like, Britt uh, Brit ended up putting her in the lockjaw, though, and the lockjaw sealing that deal. And oh, and we can't forget to mention that Britt Baker wore uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, gear to the ring, and then yes, also uh, the other chick that's not Jamie Hader had a giant terrible towel. <laughs> that that should be her wrestling name. The other chick who's not Jamie Hader. <laughs> I don't know who that other girl that's always with them is. I don't know what her name is, but she had a big ass terrible towel. So I, lo- I always love the cheap heat. I always love, especially when it comes to like dissing a city. All right. So next up, we had the John Moxley versus CM Punk squash match. Uh, I, I, we've already talked about that, and I'm fucking just think it's so stupid. I think AEW doesn't know what the fuck they're doing back there. Uh, allegedly, they have a creative team now. Well, if they do, they fucking suck. That's all I'm going to say about that. They either suck or or something or they're working towards something that's going to be genius. That's what I think. I don't think there's going to be any in between. You're we're either going to be you, like they're not working towards anything that's going to be genius. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, you have zero faith. And I mean, I kind of I'm kind of with you, but I'm kind of trying to like hold on to hope that maybe this is working towards something that's going to make everybody go, "Oh my god." I mean, it, it I mean the squash match definitely had. I mean, it was the biggest news in wrestling. I mean, that's what everybody. You was don't about. fucking squash your biggest star in the company. I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. I mean, it got the people talking for sure. Well, me and you were talking about this, and we said that you said that CM Punk had to had to have agreed to it. Yeah, there's no in no no if ands or buts about it. This was this was someone's idea, and Punk was like, okay, either way. Some people were trying to say, oh, this was punishment for punk going into business for himself you think punk is gonna just be like yeah man you guys can yeah i'll do that you know because i'll I, take my receipt yeah fuck that his his shit was a receipt for something else and and he like he's the biggest star on the company and if he's really as arrogant as everybody says he is you think he would agree to that as a punishment fuck out of here all right so we're to our main event which was the only real reason to watch Dynamite, honestly. And it because it was amazing. Oh, it definitely delivered the United Empire versus Death Triangle. Man, so was United that a Empire was a Will Ospreay and Aussie Open. Uh Mark Curtis and um what's the other guy's name? Uh shit, I can't think of it at the moment. You know that guy's name? The other member of uh The Dark Triangle? No, the other member of uh Aussie. Oh, it's uh Nope, I'm drawing a blank on it. Yeah, Devin Arkham, help me out. He's a big United Empire fan. I just know him as Aussie Open. Yeah, Osprey and the boys. Osprey and the boys. I like him. Yeah. I just can't ever remember their fucking names. I, I know. I know, I know one's Mark, name is Mark. And I Mark can't Davis, the and then the other guy. I said Mark Curtis earlier. That's, that was the old referee. Uh, yeah, this was a fucking hell of a match, man. I mean, does Osprey ever have a bad match? I know not I'm a real, not guy, really, but. but you actually said that you found some criticism of him online. Yeah, everyone's uh, people are always like, "Oh, he's a spot wrestler. He's a 
all he does is flippy shit and this and that, which I find funny because I was watching SmackDown tonight and the very first match was Ricochet versus Happy Corbin. And Ricochet is almost identical, wrestles almost identical to uh, Will Ospreay. And he yeah. was doing all the same shit that Will Ospreay does in the ring. Not saying that they copy each other. I'm just saying they're the same type of wrestler. And I don't ever, I don't ever hear anybody say the same shit about Ricochet because he's in WWE. Yep. Oh, there was another thing about him because you that move when he did the os cutter on Pac, Pac hit him with a suplex and he didn't sell it. But I mean, if you ever watch New Japan, they don't sell every fucking move. Well, yeah, that's the thing with them. Like, whenever it's it's basically them getting fired up, like they get hit with a move, and it's like they're they're you know their their second wind or something like that, or you know sometimes third, fourth, fifth, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, Hogan did. I mean, that was Hogan's yeah. whole fucking shtick. There's nothing he, wrong with you. That. Fucking punch Hogan in the head, and he's like ah, and then you punch him in the head again, and he hulks up, and then he fucking. I mean, come on, man. It's it's telling a story. It's like saying, man, this guy really wants to win, so he's battling through this. But but you know fucking stupid marks it's mostly wwe people that say uh the ones that are like diehard wwe fans and it's like you know they just talk talk out their fucking ass osprey is not is not a just a spot guy i can tell you that i mean for a long time he wasn't even doing a lot of the flip stuff because he was coming off injuries so he like changed his style up to support the weight he had put on and like the uh, new injuries when he first got into the heavyweight division. So, well, the thing is, if, is bullshit. If you watch his matches, he adapts to whoever his opponent is. Like I was yep. saying, we were talking about it last night and I was saying he can even like when he wrestled orange Cassidy, he was funny in the ring. He was doing funny shit. He was selling moves funny. He was adapting to the way that orange Cassidy wrestles. It was a fun match, but when he's serious, he can do a serious match. He can do power. He can do fucking aerial stuff. When he's in the when he's in a ring with somebody like Ricochet, that match between him and Ricochet is fucking amazing. Like people are just stupid, man. I, if you don't like, if that's not entertaining to you, you, I don't know. You need some fucking glasses, I guess. Devin Arkham here says, if Osprey didn't break up with B Priestley, United Empire would have been some fire shit. I don't think they actually broke up in real life, though. I think they're still together. I'm not sure, though. I haven't. I don't really uh, focus too much on the wrestlers' personal lives per se, as long as they entertain me in the ring. But yeah, that was our main event: United Empire won, and then we had an incredible Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay uh, exchange on pro- uh, doing promos after the show. So before we talk about this. <laughs> I, first, the promo was amazing, and we'll talk uh, about yeah, that in just a solid second. Solid fucking gold. But why would you not have this on your main fucking show? You could have cut any... The, the promo was only six minutes long. Yeah. So you could have cut three minutes off of any of that other bullshit that you had that wasn't all that important anyway to have this promo on the show. But no, you wait and let it go off the air and then put it on youtube or something or it wasn't even on youtube yeah it was on their youtube okay but yeah i mean they were filming i mean you could see the cameras in everybody's face yeah they definitely filmed it but yeah i I don't get it and plus there was this they were saying that they were scrambling for time because the punk match was 
uh, went way shorter than they had expected. So, I mean, why not just cut the main event match a little bit short to get the promo? Or the women's match with Britt, honestly. Yeah, something. You could have shaved three minutes off that match, and it would not have hurt that match at all. Yeah, because that fucking promo was Or six minutes. Awesome. You could have shaved six minutes off of it, probably. I mean, shit, I was marking out when Kenny came out to begin with because I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Kenny Omega, fucking Will Ospreay, Young Bucks, Aussie Open. Like, that's going to be fucking awesome. It is, and you know that's going to be your final right there, so. No, they can't be. That's the semifinal. Oh, is it? So they have yeah, to fight in the semis? Somebody has to win to get in the finals, so. Okay. I, I okay. think it'll be... I think Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks will probably end up winning that because I think they're going to end up winning the whole thing. But, uh, but yeah, they cut an awesome promo. Uh, will Ospreay told Kenny Omega that he was going to fuck that hit. Well, he's been working. Kenny Omega's been sitting around while the Young Bucks wipe his ass for him. <laughs> Kenny Omega told him that, uh, instead of filling his shoes, he should have gave him diapers because he's still a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> It was great, man. But he kind of dug at him about not winning the G1. Yeah, he's like, I beat Okada. You didn't beat Okada. But I think uh, somebody was, so, you know, I was upset about the G1 final, and somebody was telling, I, I, I watched a TikTok, and they were saying that it's, this is long-term storytelling, that Will Ospreay is eventually going to beat Okada, and it's going to make it that much better, because I guess he's never beat him, except for one time, and it was dirty. Probably what's going to end up happening, honestly is someone either if Jay if Jay White still has the belt at Wrestle Kingdom Okada will probably beat him for the title and then Osprey will beat Okada for the belt. Now that would be actually amazing. Probably better than him winning the G1 honestly. Cuz they they've done that before. They either that or they may do the thing where Osprey challenges him for the briefcase. They've done that before also. So uh, Devin Arkham says Omega versus Osprey itself is a concept that sparks more interest than Roman versus Drew or Karrion Cross. <laughs> I kind of agree with that statement. It does only- because we've already. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't agree with that on Roman versus Cross because we've never seen that before. It would depend on how they built it, honestly. But definitely uh, Roman versus Drew because we've seen that before. Yeah, many times. And uh, Marcus said he's an AEW mark, but our criticism is valid. I mean, longtime wrestling fans, man. I, I just I, I call it like it is. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't hate AEW, but they aggravate the shit out of me. I think it's more aggravating because their potential. They have the potential. That's to be the thing. They have awesome. all the star power. That's that's what aggravates me about it. They have all the star power. All you have to do is bring in some. Old, older guys, booker. man. Older guys to book your show. That's all they have to do, and it'll fix everything. But the problem is they're so hung up on this indie shit, and they know that if they bring in a real booker, he's going to fucking use those indie guys exactly for what they are. They're going to become jobbers or people that have to fucking work their way up. You know, you got to earn your spot. It's not just given to you. Yeah. And AEW just wants to instantly give all these indie guys that, that top spot. But... They've done nothing to earn it other than some fucking flippy bullshit in the indies. Or win a battle royal in a in Rick Flair's last match pick for you. Yeah, or that. <laughs> but uh so that's dynamite. We'll uh we'll talk about Raw now. So Raw's uh opening was Dakota Kai 
fucking or no, Trish Stratus came out. That's right. She made a return. Yeah, Trish Stratus came out, cut a promo. She did. It was actually they uh, were in Tor- they're in Toronto for this raw. So you uh, you commented on how Trish still looks really good. Yeah, she's still really hot, man. <laughs> I honestly, I think she's kind of hotter than she was when in the old days. I liked her little tight outfit she was wearing. I will say that. Um, she got a big pop though. Of course, why wouldn't she? Where they were. Yeah. Then Bailey and all of her uh, lackeys Minions. come out and. <laughs> Start trying to diss Trish. Then Bianca Belair comes out, and then fucking half the roster comes out. <laughs> uh, Oscar comes out. I think Alexa Bliss comes out, and eventually yeah. they we end up having a match between two of them. Uh, Dakota Kai and Eel Sky ended up winning. I think it was against uh, Bliss yep. and Oscar. Yeah, it was. Then we had uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. I wasn't yeah. really sure why this match happened, honestly. You know, uh, the Judgment Day, somebody was saying, basically their shtick now is they just come to the ring and tell you who's not in the arena tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Finn Balor ended up winning against uh, Dolph Ziggler. The only reason that match was worth watching is to just see Rhea Ripley standing outside looking hot. <laughs> Is she the hottest chicken in in uh in WWE right now? I think for me she is. I don't know. It's weird because I told you I'm not even really into that style, but man, something about her. Well, Becky know. Lynch still does it for me, but Rhea Ripley is definitely right there with me, with her. So, uh, there was a backstage thing with Rochelle Rodriguez, uh, Bailey and Eel Sky and Dakota Kai and. Yeah, because they'll be facing each other. Someone someone ate a piece of pie and <laughs> <laughs> Yo Sky, Dakota Kai. It's too much, man. It's just too much. Kevin Owens versus Chad Gable was next. Um how you like what they're doing with Owens now, where they're bringing him back to the the old Kevin Owens, the one that just wants to fight. Yeah, the prize fighter Kevin Owens. I like yeah. it. Because he's a fucking national treasure, man. And, you know, he has anything he treasure. does, anything he does. But I, I do like that they're taking him a little more serious again. And he'll probably get some kind of belt soon. You know, I actually loved his universal title run back when he uh, had the belt. Yeah, I, I think I, I think that's uh will probably happen again soon. I think this is uh, and I was telling you, I was asking you this the other day about. Triple H bringing all these NXT people back and how it's really not that big a deal, but it's the present precedent that it sets. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get to a huge monumental comeback here shortly. A huge monumental combat. Who's that? Oh, don't worry. You'll see. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, next was Bailey versus Aaliyah. Nobody gives a shit. Um, Bailey won. If anyone does give a shit, the Miz versus Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Ciampa versus AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley. Honestly, I didn't care much for that match neither. But something did happen at the end of that match, though. Something did happen at the end of that match, and what was it, Dustin? Dexter Loomis kidnapped the Miz. He did. I wonder what so. they're doing with this Dexter Loomis shit. I, I am curious about it. I will say yeah, that. I mean, it intrigues me. It's They're planting little seeds, and Dexter Loomis did. He also came back and got his wife back at uh, NXT, Indy Hartwell. 
I'll say this about Dexter Loomis. I know you didn't watch much NXT, so you're not very familiar with him, but I do uh, like his look and his ring, his like ring presence is really good. Like when he's in ring, yeah, he, he works really well for a guy his size. So I, I like his ring work. I like his look. I think uh, there's a lot of potential that can be done with his, with his overall look and uh, presence, but they just got to do it right. Maybe, maybe they will with this whole thing they're doing with him. They're still I mean, going been, with that. He's a psycho yeah. kind of thing, but they're planting these little seeds. I still, like you said, I'm, I'm still kind of like wondering where's it going, but I, I, I guess that's probably the point. So, yeah, honestly, I kind of wish they weren't doing this with him. I wish they would have just brought him in and made him more of a badass because the problem when they do weird things like this, where you got people kidnapping people or people giving births to, to feet and, I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> the problem is you can't forget about this kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's funny. I forgot all about that shit. Uh, Marcus Carney did not like the kidnapping angle that they're doing with him. He gave it a thumbs down there. <laughs> Said he hadn't heard of kidnapping since uh, Vince Russo WCW. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all right with it. It's something. You know what? You know why I'm okay with it because it's something new and it's something they haven't done in a while, in a long time. It, yeah. It's at least not the same redundant shit. So, yeah, anything new, I'm fine with. I I'm at least curious where it's gonna go, and I'm not scrolling past it saying, "Hey, I don't give a shit." So right. Uh, but next up, we have something that John uh that you Dustin are very very excited about. Johnny Gargano makes a surprise return. Who? Johnny Gargano. Who's that? You don't know who Johnny Gargano is. No, I don't know who he's that Johnny is. Wrestling. How do you not know who Johnny Wrestling I, is? I don't know. I don't know who Johnny Wrestling is. But this is like the biggest comeback since Stone Cold, since The Rock, since John Cena, since CM Punk. I don't think so. I, everyone just wants to act like all these guys coming back. These are developmental guys that they brought back that were fired. And everyone wants to act like they're the like like it's the second coming of Stone Cold. So when this happened, you you messaged me and you were asking me, "Is this guy any good?" Yeah, and he is. He's actually really good. He he's was one of the best people on NXT. His match, he's put on some fucking top quality matches. I mean, like easy five star matches, easy. But the thing is, is he's he's a smaller guy, so he just never quite made it up to the the main roster. Um, his mic skills aren't bad. He's a great wrestler, but it's not something that's a, a huge deal. Like they it, made it out to be like, to me, it's more of a, the, the, the bringing back these developmental people is more of a big deal because it's, it's basically saying like, all right, we're going to rein in a new era, which is what we want, which is what everybody wants, which is why WWE was so stale. But, oh, actually, actually, I forgot to mention something, by the way. I was wrong. The show did not start off with the Trish thing. It started off with Seth Rollins and Riddle fighting in the back. Oh, yeah. Because this is a theme that we keep throughout the whole show. Yeah. Is the, you know, just uh, different scenes of them fighting in the back for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what was. That's I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you said, it's it's different, I guess. <laughs> It is that, but I mean, come on, man. Were we really expected to believe that they couldn't break these dudes up for three hours? Yeah. 
Well, they can't keep their hands off each other, man. Maybe they should have a squash match next week. They they want to fight each other so bad that no one can no one can stop them. But I, that's what I was asking you. So do you? I mean, is it really a big de- as big a deal as everyone keeps making it out to be? These people coming back? No, honestly. It's great that they're coming back. I'm happy that a lot of them coming back. I'm happy Johnny Gargano came back because he's really fuck. He's a really good wrestler. But the thing is, is these people were on NXT. There's a lot of people who don't know who the fuck they are, so don't make a big deal about it. Just, just make people happy by bringing them back. You don't have to do an announcement for every single one of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess it gets a. I guess it gets because like like these announcements, man. It's basically like they're saying, "Hey, look, we brought back the guy we fired." Yeah, clap for us. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And they're like, de- and they were developmental guys in NXT. So it's like, okay, cool. I mean, I'm glad. I want to see new stuff. I do. I. That's why I don't like WWE because it was the same fucking rinse and repeat bullshit that it's been for the last 15 years. But it's like, okay, calm down, everybody. It's not that crazy. They still have fucking tons of storylines they have to get through before they can even get to these people. Yep. So just take a breath. Take a deep breath, everyone. Well, apparently he's going to feud with Theory, which actually could be good. It's a good start for him to feud on the main yeah, roster. So. I, I think so, too. And actually, they'll probably put on some really good matches. I def- definitely don't skip past his matches because the dude can wrestle his fucking ass off. If you if you want to watch some of his old stuff, go watch his matches with uh, Ciampa. Man, those were some of the best matches that you're ever going to see. Honestly, and honestly, his matches with Adam Cole were really good too. Uh, but next we had the main event: your favorite wrestler of all time, Edge versus Damian Priest. Yeah, no one cares. I don't care. I didn't even watch the match. <laughs> The match wasn't bad, honestly. The match. Was I mean, I, I've seen the highlights of it. It was all right. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't like you know one of the best matches I've ever seen or anything. But it was. It was main event worthy. I'll say that. Definitely. He did also announce that this will be probably his last uh, run. Yeah. He said August of next year he'll be retiring. So. Well. I mean. I wish I could say that I'm disappointed about that, but I really I mean, liked what they've done with Edge since they brought him back anyway. So, I mean, he's been in he's been in WWE for close to 30 years now. So, if they're not going to put the belt on him and they're not going to, you know, make him come out there and do promos every week and be the rated R superstar again, I don't really give a shit to be honest. Yeah, because that's that was his best stuff, and they're just not doing that because. Maybe he doesn't want to anymore. I mean, plus it's it, like I said, it's it's time to get out with the old and in with the new. Anyways, let's let's see some new stuff. So, all right, uh, you watched SmackDown tonight. I was at work, so I could not. So, you want to go over that? Yeah, I have it loaded so. up here. I have the results loaded up, so I can scroll through. I do too. All right, so they uh, open the show with uh, Ricochet versus uh, Happy Corbin. Which was a really good match, and Happy Corbin got his fucking ass kicked. Ricochet and... is a fucking travesty story in WWE, man. That, that that guy is Will Ospreay in WWE, and they do fucking nothing with him. I mean, he did have that IC belt run for a while, but even then, then, it was lackluster. It. Yeah, but uh, they are. But I mean, the I mean, he's a Triple H guy, so 
they're saying he's going to start getting a bigger push. That guy should have been in the main event a long time ago. He should have been a main event star. He's he's got all the talent. Yeah, he does. I mean, the match was good. I mean, I don't even really like Happy Corbin that much. Me neither. But, he gets on my fucking nerves. <laughs> but uh, Ricochet was Ricochet carried that match. It was a good match. He beat the pretty much beat the shit out of Happy Corbin. And then uh, Pat McAfee made fun of him uh, with a uh, he was like drawn on the on the board and like circling happy Corbin's head and just making fun of him. Happy Corbin, happy Corbin annoys me so fucking bad that if I ever saw him in person, I wouldn't slap the shit out of him. Cause he'd probably beat my ass, but I'd want to. <laughs> yeah, he's like six, eight and like th- almost 300 pounds. So I wouldn't fuck with that guy. <laughs> well, I'd really but, uh, want to. Okay. But that means he's a good heel. If you want to actually fucking actually, slap yeah, him in the I will, face, I will commend him on that. That means he's he, a good heel. He definitely just has uh, fucking. He just he's so easy to hate, man. Yeah. All right, then we had. Uh, let's see. Yeah, McAfee, blah blah blah. Oh, then we had a second chance, fatal four way tag team match with uh, a bunch of women. I'm I'm looking at who was all in this match right now, and um, there is something I want to ask about this match. Yeah, what do, do you I give add? a shit Ask about it? Me. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a uh, I was cleaning my bedroom at the time, and I this and that I'll was more interesting you. than the match. Definitely, but uh, I would have rather watched you clean your bedroom than to watch that match. <laughs> well. They, uh, DeVille, uh, and Natalia ended up winning that match and they were the replacements for the, uh, NXT chick, the toxic attraction chicks. One of them got hurt. So they weren't, they had to drop out of the title. So this was their way of doing that. Then there was a, um, Devin Arkham says, uh, he was talking about when we were talking about Dexter Loomis, that he's a psycho because of all the storylines elsewhere. See, I was never aware of him until he came to WWE. So so I guess this has kind of been his gimmick since uh, since the day one. So that's good, actually. Uh, all right. Then we had a Ma- uh, Drew McIntyre package, which I was saying to you earlier, that dude has a really good story, like an actually he good does, story. Actually. He's uh, he was he fucking kid from Scotland. You know, there's no Scottish real Scottish wrestlers and. He fucking made it, and then he got fired, and then had to work his way back into WWE. And he looks and now... like a million bucks, dude. He looks like a professional wrestler. Yeah, and uh, so that package was good. It, that's basically what it was. It was basically telling his story from the beginning of him being a kid. Honestly, man, Drew, Drew got fucked during his title run because it was during COVID. Oh, so... so he was like fighting with no no audience, and exactly, he was fighting for that Thunderdome shit and such like that. So. I think he's going to win the belt. You think he's going to win the belt at Clash of the Castle? No. You don't? No. I don't think Roman Reigns is dropping that title till WrestleMania. I do think he's going to lose it at WrestleMania, but I I think he's going to hold on to that title and make sure that nobody can even touch his fucking record until then. They're having a two-year anniversary celebration on SmackDown next week. Oh, that should be good. Title reign. I don't know. I hate. I know you hate. I know you hate long title runs, but I like them. 
Because to me, it gives it gives the it gives the title meaning. I guess. I mean, I can see that point of view, but well, that's why you have other belts like the IC belt and such like that is so you can have long title runs with your actual champion. Well, they need to put them fucking other belts on TV more. Then they they were they do need to put them on TV more, and they need to make them have more relevance. Uh, then we had a promo between uh, Gunther or Walter and Sheamus. And basically, they just talking shit to each other. Uh, I'll be honest, it wasn't that interesting to me. But basically, he was saying he was trying to sun him. Seamus trying to sun him, basically saying, I've been doing this shit longer. I beat people better than you. You remind me of myself. Blah, blah, blah. They're going to be fighting for the IC belt, which I think that I'm actually excited about that match. I think that's going to be a good match. Uh, well, Seamus is good, and Gunther is good, so... And they're both fucking big, beastly motherfuckers, so they'll probably beat the fuck out of each other. As far as, like, re- like wrestling, like, actual wrestling, Gunther is probably one of my favorite in WWE right now. Did you, uh, did you ever go back and watch that fucking match I told you to I watch? did. I did go back and watch it, and you're right, it was a really good match. Was it very, it was very New Japan fucking beat the fuck out of each other style very match. much so there wasn't uh i feel like there should have been more near falls but other than that it was uh it was really good all right then uh we had another so natalia and deville were uh uh pulling double duty tonight they had to fight raquel rodriguez and Aliyah for that spot in the tournament and uh raquel rodriguez and Aliyah win uh the new day what do you comes- think of sonia deville She's all right. She looks like a like an Italian chick. <laughs> you know, you know, she had a stalker there for a while that kept her off TV. Like she thought about not even coming back. Really? Yeah. Like dude was like sending letter, like sending shit to her house and such like that. Man, she almost didn't come back to wrestling because of it. Well, he's a he'd be sadly disappointed because she likes girls. So, <laughs> uh. But yeah, Rodriguez and Aaliyah end up winning that match, and they'll face. They're going to be facing uh, Eo Sky and and Dakota Kai and Pumpkin Pie. Uh, then the New Day came back. I just want to say cut, hi. <laughs> the, the New Day <laughs> came back and cut a promo, and uh, Xavier Woods was in a uh, in a wheelchair, looking all sad, and uh, Kofi Kingston was. Doing most of the talking. Xavier Woods always looks sad to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, then the uh, then the Viking Raiders came out and they were like, "You guys should have fucking stayed at home. We already buried you, whatever." And then, uh, but they didn't. What they didn't know was Xavier Woods was hiding kendo sticks in his little wheelchair. Oh man! Okay. And he wasn't actually hurt. And they beat the You're shit out of the Viking Raiders. Me. Yeah, man. They beat the shit out of the Viking Raiders with kendo sticks. And the I Viking would never Raiders expect were, nothing like that from the New Day. They uh, And the Viking Raiders were pissed. Those guys look like they smell bad. Really bad. <laughs> Worse than Eddie Kingston? They, they, they look like they smell like bear guts and pussy. That's what, that's what they look like they smell like. Maybe they uh, do. Then we had uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn. And can you guess what happened at the end? Well, hold on here. It says we had to Sami Zayn and the Usos. 
And Jimmy sends Reigns doesn't just talk to anyone like that while Jay tells him not to screw up again. So so I guess uh, Sami Zayn is like uh, boys with Roman Reigns now. Yeah, so he's in the bloodline, kind of. They like keep him around because he, you know, he's been doing weird. He's been doing shit to fuck with whoever the opponent is. He's an honorary oose. Yeah, he's an honorary oose exactly. And uh, this was that was actually a little segment beforehand because Roman Reigns was giving him shit about not winning that uh, that match last week to get that IC belt shot, and then he was like, "Look, I'm gonna." He's like, "I'll take on Drew McIntyre and get him softened up for you." for Clash at the Castle. And uh, they had a pretty good match. Uh, Drew McIntyre uh, ended up winning with the with the Claymore. And then uh, the uh, the Usos, of course, and Roman Reigns attacked the fuck out of him, beat the shit out of Drew yeah, McIntyre. I'm seeing here, I'm reading where it says they beat, they fucking just beat the shit out of him. Oh, they were beating him with chairs, dude, over and over and over again. Then wow. Roman Reigns fucking takes a chair and puts it over his fucking. Yeah, sits, that's the image I'm up. looking at now. He's got both belts sitting on the sitting chair with, the chair with both belts. Him. Yeah, yes, fucking. Look, I'm not a huge. I'm not the biggest Roman Reigns mark, but I'll tell you that dude is a. He definitely can play the badass character very well. And he plays it well. I don't think he's really that solid of a wrestler, like. He's like some people, but he plays a good character and he's definitely grown on me since the whole, cause I, 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 when people were like, Oh, you got to see Roman Reigns. And I'd be like, man, that dude sucks. Like he's shitty in the ring, stiff in the ring, bad on the mic. But I'll tell you the, since I've been watching WWE more regularly, he's definitely grown on me. I don't really have a huge issue with his ring work, honestly. I mean, if you have a issue with his ring work, it's it's no different than stars of the past like Cena and people like that. It, like if you if you're gonna watch him during like if you get to see him wrestle during a regular show, you're not gonna get the best version of him on uh, honestly. But you on the pay per views, he usually performs on the pay per views. I've never been bored watching one of his matches. I'll say that. Yeah, and, and the matches I've seen recently, like him versus Riddle and him versus Brock, I mean, the dude definitely entertains me. So, Well, what I like about him is that he's mouthy in the ring, which is what yeah. a heel should be. Like, he'll, you know, just th- throw out little things like, I told y'all they can fuck with me, and just simple things <laughs> like that, you know. Yeah. I, I like that stuff. I want my heels to be heels. <laughs> no, no, we don't have heels anymore, man. We cheer them. Well, on AW, we don't. There's no such thing as a fucking heel in AW. <laughs> but they have the tunnels. Cheers. They have the tunnels, you know? So that you know which one's the bad I'm guy and the good this, guy. Actually, I don't like AEW set. I never have. Like the yeah. tunnel thing, I, I don't like it. It To me, it's. It's not it's, that impressive. Yeah, it's. I, I, I don't know. It, it seems so extra. I mean, does that surprise you, though? <laughs> I can I can imagine them whenever they were talking about setting this thing up. They'd be like, "Oh, dude, you know what'd be so fucking badass if we had one tunnel for the good guys and one tunnel for the bad guys, <laughs> dude? How fucking awesome would that be? Oh, and I'll t- and we can like put a giant fucking chandelier up in between them. Like, dude, that would be so badass." <laughs> and Tony Khan was probably like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, fucking Tony Khan do was it. jacking off the whole time while they were talking about it, jacking off and snorting <laughs> lines of coke." <laughs> 
You know, you already uh, know, man. You already know. Man, I I want to like AEW so bad, but they fucking disappoint me more than they entertain me. Sadly, but I I don't know. But they the, they're so bad that it kind of gives you a reason to watch every week and find out. Okay, what are they gonna what are they gonna fuck up this week? <laughs> like the fucking CM Punk shit. The problem is, I was hoping that they were gonna be the next WCW because WCW was a solid product. They're just not. I mean, I don't, I mean, they have the potential to be if they make all the right moves, but I, I'm, I have, a, right I, I still have a little tiny bit. I have a little tiny bit of faith, but maybe it's, maybe it's just my CM Punk Mark Markism that makes me, you know, tune into AEW every week, but there's things to like over there, man. I like, I like the house of black. I like Miro. I like, uh, I like I like the Young Bucks. I like Kenny Omega. I, there's a lot of things over there to like, but what they do with them is the problem. Yeah, it's like they drop, they drop it's the like, ball. Hey, a lot. This week we're gonna have this House of Black member versus uh, this member of Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, there's no no reason why we're gonna put these two in a match against each other because there's no build to it. But hey, this guy's good and this guy's good, so I know you want to see it. So let's do it. Fantasy booking, fantasy yeah, wrestling. It, there's good there. There's some good and bad. I, I it's I think like I said the the thing that gets me the most is it it really has the potential to be like a and, top and here, notch here, product. Look, here's here's an example of how you make even these matches they throw together like that mean something. The scenario I just played out where we have House of Black versus uh, a member of Blackpool Combat Club. Right. What you do is you have Blackpool Combat Club in the back talking to Regal something like that. And then you just have like one of the House of Black members walk by and just kind of fucking shoulder shrug them a little bit, a little brush right yeah. there. Boom. You have a reason to have a match right there. <laughs> it's so fucking easy. It's so simple that that right there could start a whole angle, but they don't, they don't do stuff like that. They're just like, Oh, we don't need all that extra shit. Just put them in a match together. Fans love it. Yeah. Just like, uh, well, we'll get into that in a second when we get done. So that was SmackDown. So, uh, Rampage, which just disappoints me more and more every week. <laughs> it's a waste of your hour. It, it, it really, it, like, it's starting to really be that way because let's go over the, let's go over the fucking card, okay? So, yeah, you can race through this shit here. We got nine minutes, so. Yeah, so let's see. We had, uh, the Dark Order versus House of Black, which this was actually a good, a decent match. Um, we had Miro interfere in the middle of the match. You hear M- Miro's music hit. He comes out. Which is House badass, Black is, I might add. Oh, yeah. It was, no, the, if you go back and watch Rampage, that's, that's definitely worth watching. Uh, with that distraction, they ended up being able to roll up one of the members of House of Black. And uh, basically, you know, they're building that feud with Miro and House of Black. So that was cool, and and now Dark Order gets to go on to the, uh, I guess they're in the... A ranking system that doesn't fucking mean anything, Marcus. Their ranking system is total horse shit, and it means nothing. Yeah, I mean, it really does. I mean, if you go look at the ranking system right now, it doesn't make any sense to any of the matches that are scheduled for in the future. Uh, Then we had... uh, This is Miro is very over with the crowd. Yes, we know that. Nero is very good. Uh, 
Uh, okay, then we had fucking Wardlow and uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother, and it was a squash match. And what are I they really, doing with Wardlow? I don't get the okay. So this guy Ryan Nemeth, he he wrestles on Dark a lot. He's in AEW. He wrestles a lot. Why squash this guy? They were Let, building. They were building Wardlow right. They were making. Him I, I mean, they're there. still doing the Goldberg thing with him. Are they? They're still doing the good. come out, squash him. I, I don't know what they're doing with him as far as the pay per view goes. They should have hit like a a worthy opponent for him, and but instead they're putting him with FTR to fight Motor City Machine Guns and and Jay. Yeah, that's the thing. Lethal. He should be defending that title at that pay per view. But they don't have a they don't have a, a worthy opponent. But I don't understand. What are you talking about, Dustin? They have a ranking system. There's got to be somebody that's <laughs> ranked up there to fucking face him. <laughs> I mean, it's true. But uh, <laughs> I I didn't really understand the the squashing of this uh, of of Ryan Nemeth, who is he has it he has a gimmick. He wrestles all the time on dark. So why squash the guy? Let him have a somewhat decent match, but it wasn't. It was a, a total squash. Fucking Wardlow hits him with a headbutt and then uh, clotheslines him and then power bombs him three times and pins him. Well, here's the thing. I'll actually, one of the rare occurrences, I'll actually disagree with you on this because Ryan Nemeth is still a nobody. So for him to get squashed is fine because nobody knows who the fuck he is and he's he's irrelevant at this point. You can do something with him later, make him beat somebody else of relevance to try to build him a name, but he doesn't need to stand a chance against Wardlow. That squash needed to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, go ahead, but uh, maybe squash someone else. I don't know. Then we had uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus an actual jobber, Ashton Day, who I have no fucking clue who that is, and he beat the living fuck out of him. Uh referenced uh ricky starks a bunch of times he kept telling him hey call fucking ricky call ricky call ricky and just beat the shit out of him the whole time because him and ricky starks are gonna go at it then uh i don't know what that faction is called that has been kind of like telling them trying to get powerhouse hobbs to join them but they uh it cut to them in the back with uh they basically beat the they basically jumped ricky starks and bloodied him and whatever. And they were like, we told you we'd keep our word. So I don't know where that's going, but I guess Hobbs is going to join that faction. Don't really remember the name of it. Uh, then we had the two people I can't fucking stand, Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello, who are the AAA mixed tag mat, tag did champions. Sammy Guevara and um, Ty Connie make out? Of course they did. Oh, man. I'm sad it, I miss that. In their entrance, they and they fucking tongue each other all gross like. <laughs> and they were fighting so uh Ruby Soho and 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 uh and Ortiz and uh Sammy Guevara and Tamelo end up winning. Uh yeah, it was it, well, I don't know. And then uh, Matt, okay. Explain to me why Dustin Rhodes just gets a ma- a, a, a random match like you know, every month, once a month, because he just like, Rhodes. So they, here's a perfect example. Well, they did. I guess you could say they kind of built it, but basically Claudio came out, I think last week on rampage and was like, I'm the ring of honor champion. And I want to be a, you know, a fighting champion. Why do you so, do it like Borat? Oh, I'm the ring of honor champion. I, I don't know. Oh, just, that's kind of how he, <laughs> kind of how he talks. 
And he's like, I want to be a you know a fighting Look at champion. Me. I'm the belt. I'm the champ. Open <laughs> challenge. And fucking Dustin Rhodes comes out and it's like, uh, okay. Well, we already know Dustin Rhodes isn't gonna win the Ring of Honor belt. Uh they had a match that was I mean, it was all right. It was kind of mid. I mean, he's fighting a fucking Claudio's mid. I don't know. It was whatever. I don't know. He's like been said, mid for years. Rampage is. Uh, I mean, at least it's only an hour, I guess. That's and it's the right only thing. That is the <laughs> only thing that makes it worth watching is that it's only an hour. I mean, really, the only thing that was making it worth watching was the Gun Club and 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 the acclaimed, but they moved that onto Dynamite, which was I just. Why would you not put the thing that draws people in to your... Is that true, Dustin? There was lots of botches in that Dustin match? Yeah, it wasn't a good match. It was a mid-match. It was very mid. It was... I, I mean, he's wrestling a fucking old man. Like, <laughs> he's a champion. He's a fucking world heavyweight, Ring of Honor world heavyweight champion. Why is he fighting Dustin Rhodes? Makes no sense. Just like when yeah, uh, Jonathan Gresham was basically said "fuck wrestling" because of that. That it was just like when Dustin Rhodes and and CM Punk fought. CM Punk was like, "Yeah," and Dustin Rhodes was like, "I want to fight you. I've never got to wrestle you before." And it's like, okay. Dustin Rhodes should stay in the back and 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 train wrestlers. That's what he should do. He should agreed. He'd stay out of the ring, and he should definitely not be fighting for no fucking belts. Oh, and, and, and Arn Anderson and his son were at... But what about the, so, Dustin Rhodes was ranked number one? That's why he got a title shot? No. It was an open challenge. Oh. So, and, and you know what's even sad is when Dustin Rhodes came out, they didn't even hit his music. He just came out and he was like, I'll do it. I'll challenge you. I, me and you have a long history. All right. Look, Marcus said they he gave him a shot because they're friends. Oh well, it is all friends wrestling, so all friends wrestling—that's what we call it. Hey, but there wasn't a big run-in at the end, so at least all right. Were... Well, that's it. That's our show. We talked about some kind of mediocre wrestling this week. Honestly, there wasn't a whole lot of good there. There was some big uh, wrestling news and and. We'll see where this whole CM Punk thing goes. It'll be yeah. I think I think from now on we actually need to start off the show with just checking the current news. We'll we'll do we'll do that from now. On. We'll look at the news and then we'll jump into the. Oh yeah, the because card. we didn't talk about Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston getting into a fist fight in the back, and Eddie Kingston getting uh suspended this week. Oh, a real fist fight or a fake fist fight? It's a work. Oh. I hate to be the guy that thinks People, everything is work, but they've been working towards a Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston feud for a couple of weeks now. If anybody actually pays attention to wrestling, like but, Eddie but Dustin, People don't like work. He had one segment in, uh, in, uh, I think it was last week or the week before where he was talking shit about the Sammy Guevara's wedding. Like he's like, I don't give a fuck about their wedding. And they, like, yeah, exactly. Can we just get work? We like to get work, right? That's what we're supposed to... We're, that's what's fun about if wrestling. If you get worked, that's what makes it good wrestling. 
Exactly. Work me, please. Because me and you are very smart wrestling fans. So it's hard to work us. So work me. I like to be worked. Work me, daddy. Work me. Work me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, thanks, everyone, who joined us in the chat tonight. Thanks, everyone, who listened. And thank you to um, all our new subscribers. We got a bunch of new subscribers. Yes, we did. It's oh, so. awesome. I like like seeing that number go up. Uh, I think we're we're like, are we at fifty now? We should be fifty three actually. Fifty three, yeah. Yeah. So, so who knows? Maybe we'll hit hundred uh, by the end of next month. That'd be the hope. Maybe even sooner. Maybe by the first week of September. You never know. We might we might go viral. Let's go. But uh. Yeah, check out our other show, um, the Slacker Cast. You can find that uh, just by searching us on all the podcast uh, forum, like podcast downloading things, and as well as here on YouTube. Just search the Slacker Cast channel, and it'll pop up pretty much everywhere. Yep. But that's going to do it for us. So until next time, keep it kayfabe.